two, business in the front, party in the back, podcast. podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Lauren. You know what I just noticed? Yeah. I always say welcome to to the business in the front and you you say welcome to business in the front. Yeah. Is there like a right? I don't know. Um, is what are we on our own interpretation? We're not the business in the front, party in the back on Facebook, are we? We don't have a the on there, do we? Just business in the front, party so, in the back. Actually. Yeah, just business in the front, party in the back. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, we wouldn't have a the. Well, so maybe there I've been. Go, uh, I there we go. So welcome to the podcast. I just thought we're almost a year now. It's time to get that clear. <laughs> Figure out whether there's a the or no the. Um, my English yeah. teacher would probably say it's the Michelle. It's the. Um, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Brought to you by this week um, Michelle's business, which is me, uh, the Michelle Price of Light Worker. I am a medium. I do oracle card readings. Lauren was just doing a tarot card reading. I think was it off air? Was it tarot or just oracle? Uh, I was just Oracle. Yeah. Oracle. Beautiful. An Oracle. Uh, so Lauren's an Oracle card reader as well. Um, if you would like to uh, do mentorship, <laughs> uh, discover and develop your gifts and or Reiki teaching, if you'd like to learn Reiki, I do that on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. So if any of that tickles your fancy, I do do readings uh, over Zoom. So if you want to do a reading with me, you can be anywhere in the world. There's no restriction with regard to that. Michelle Price, the light work on Facebook and all of my contact info is always in the show notes attached to this podcast. So Lauren, today, here we are going to uh, hopefully learn something. Well, we always learn something from each other anyway. I don't know about the listener at home, but we always we do. learn something from each other. Um, and the theme for today is strike while the iron is hot. So essentially what we're saying here, and we've got a couple of good examples of this. We're actually talking off air and I didn't realize I had another example. I've just added it in. So <laughs> tune into the end <laughs> yep. is what we're talking about there. So you can sort of tell, I mean, generally people walk around feeling really lethargic when it's a really cold day and, you know, if it's raining, yeah. you know, we have different levels of energy and our moods can change, you know, based on that. So if you have a beautiful, you know, sunny day in summer, everyone's outdoors, active, you know, high energy. You know, you can just sort of feel the energy. Most people can sort of figure that out. So, um, you know, we're yeah. trying to act on the energy, you know, depending on when we're sort of um, promoting things, you know, do we, do we do that at certain times of the year and maybe not other times of the year, you know, that sort of thing. We'll be looking at that a little bit today. And of course, we'll have a bit a little, little bit of woo-woo um, because we are quite spiritual yes. ladies, Lauren and I. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, funny that you said that actually, because uh, I have a, a lot to tell you that I actually haven't told you off air. Oh. I was sort of saving it to tell you on the air so that I could get your real uh, sort of opinion, wow. <laughs> not your real opinion, your first, your first reaction. reaction. Oh yeah. So first of all, um, you know, as our listener at home may or may not know, we do like to catch up to see how we do, uh, how our week has been. Cause we don't always communicate during the week cause we're busy building our businesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this is kind of our opportunity to catch up. So first of all, I wanted to let you know that I have bought a puppy. Oh and my I'm excited. Yes. And he is way too cute. And uh, yeah, and it's really cool because I, I, I was sort of led to him. Um, I, I heard a message in my mind that told me to check Gumtree Townsville. I checked Gumtree. I typed in exactly what I wanted and I got one in Toowoomba, which isn't exactly the same, but you still have the T-O-W. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Do you know and, our dog uh, came from yeah, Toowoomba, and Sissy? 
No, I didn't. She's from Toowoomba as well. Oh, cool. Oh, they could be like brother and sister from Toowoomba. (laughs) Pretty much. Yes. So um, I was kind of a little bit like, well, how am I going to get him here and all that kind of stuff? But, you know, I just went with the flow and everything's just been really easy. I also got a super discount on him um, from the listed price. She actually came back to me and said, the black dog, uh, the male blacks, like the black male isn't as popular as like the golden females or whatever else they have available. Mm-hmm. And she said, so we'll actually give it to you for this price, which was the price I actually wanted to pay for the dog, which is That's just incredible. even better. Manifestation. Yeah, I know. And I've organized him to come to me on a dog mover. So they have all these little kennels in like a big sort of trailer kind of concept. And then they'll take him out and cuddle him um, a couple times during the trip. Have you got everything uh, organized? Like it's like bringing a baby home and um, you got all this stuff. I'm organizing this stuff at the moment. So just trying to get all the bits and pieces together. And, um, you know, of course, I joined a puppy group on Facebook. Uh, for tips and tricks. But you know what the hilarious thing is, Michelle, is that this puppy Facebook group is actually a lot of people asking what they should name their dogs. So I'm like, Ooh, I get to help people name their dogs. So it's very funny. Because yours already has a name. Yeah. So, um, no, so the dog doesn't have a name yet. Uh, they're just calling him puppy. And so we're calling him puppy too. And I kind of think I need to meet him before I name him. Uh, yeah. So there's that. But what I actually wanted to tell you, Michelle, is totally perfect for today's episode. I just kind of love that. Mm-hmm. And so basically to cut a really long story short, because sometimes I do ramble, I was talking to my brother for his birthday and uh, ended up um, just chatting to him about other things after. And, and I told him that, you know, the Afterlight, my podcast, the spiritual podcast I have, I was like, yeah, I'm getting all these um people follow me on YouTube and I don't really understand. So he's having to look at my account while I'm talking to him. And I just decide, Oh, I'll have a look as well. And he goes, Oh, you've got some, um, you have some videos that don't have a lot of views, but then you've got a couple that have some big views. Like one's got 900 views. And I went, Oh, wow. <laughs> Michelle, I hadn't been looking at the stats because I've been that busy that what? I hadn't prioritized Lauren, looking at the stats. You always tell me no, to look at the stats. Know. You're not even looking at the stats. What's going on here? I don't always tell people to look at the stats. I just see it's important to know it's working. That's for sure. But anyway, what I did, so then I started looking. He says 900. So I looked down. This is going to blow you away. One of my videos has over 11,000 views. I was like, what the? Uh, 11,000. Uh, 11,000 views. As of us recording this right now, it's got 11,315 views which video so this is, is where i'm going my god it's a, a conversation with suzanne giesman it's uh an episode called life after death channeling spirit and speaking with those on the other side holy it's got over eleven thousand. so i went okay well this is why i'm getting all these people um subscribing to my channel they're coming and they're watching this thing and then they're subscribing i had all these comments on there wow, this is great. You know, I've never heard of Lauren Grace, all these sort of things. So I was going, oh my God. So, so, so anyway, you're like resharing, you're going with, you're resharing this 
around? Uh, actually, I haven't really shared it. No, I just went and I added, I commented to everybody who sent me a lovely message. And I just said, thanks for listening, encouraged them to subscribe. And then um, to, I said, here are more podcast links, da, da, da. Okay. So this is where I'm going with this. Okay. This is the, this is all about striking while the iron is hot. Mm. This is why it's really important that I'm bringing this up now. Okay. So I feel like I'm going to come up, I'm coming out of the closet spiritually. I know that you already know this about me and I know that our listener at home probably knows if they've been listening, but basically I need, I have a confession. So I have raw rock consulting and I've always been running raw rock consulting under the name of Lauren Tuck because that's my birth name and yes. it made sense. It makes sense. I also think it was kind of like a more of a male name. Like the Tuck part was kind of like, yeah, Yang it just kind of worked. Mm. When I started my Afterlight podcast, it didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel intuitively right for me to do Lauren Tuck on that. It just didn't seem right. But Lauren Grace is my real name. So I thought, well, I'll go Lauren Grace on the Afterlight. And it just allows me to kind of be that woo-woo person a little bit more when mm -hmm. I'm in that in that. So zone. Grace is your middle name? The other thing, or... Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, where I'm going with this is that I guess I was hesitant to be Lauren Grace any other way because I didn't want to eliminate an audience. I didn't want to eliminate a business audience if they found out that I believe that we talk to people who have passed over and I believe that elementals and all these things are real and you know what I mean? I, I guess I was a bit hesitant about that. But what I'm realizing now is that that is who I am. And that is how I live my life. And that is what I believe in. And I do believe we create our own reality. And I do believe that we have spirit guides and angels that help us on the way. And I do believe we manifest our destiny, like, you know, da, 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 da. And so there, I can work with someone on a business level and not bring in that stuff. I'm able to do that. Uh, but it is my belief system and it is who I am. And so mm. when I found out about the traction that that video was getting, I saw somebody wrote a comment and they said, I've never heard of Lauren Grace before. She's great or something like that. Oh, She's wow. That's awesome. Or whatever, whatever it was. So what I realized is that, okay, I need to stop the split yeah. and I need to just be who I am. And so Michelle, I've decided, and they haven't done it yet, but I've decided that I'm going to be Lauren Grace now across all the things that I'm doing. Whoa, that's a big deal. Um, also, as it is a big deal. And also as a D personality, I always feel like I wanted a, to incorporate a little bit more gracefulness in my life mm -hmm. because sometimes being blunt and, and stuff, you can, I, I kind of like that bringing in that feminine feeling. Yeah. So when I thought about doing this, I felt really light and really just empowered. And then my mind was starting to go, yeah, we have to change it on LinkedIn and you have to change it on Facebook. You have to change it on all the problems. Yes. Party. You have to, you have to do all these things. All my masterclass, everything's wrapped up in Lauren talk, everything I'm doing. And so, yeah, it's a lot of work. And I guess the other part was me, maybe a little bit of fear to really just kind of maybe a little bit of sadness in a way to let Lauren talk as that person go, even though it's still going to be my legal name. Mm. Um, yeah. So I was kind of feeling a lot about that. So then what I did is I asked spirit for some signs the other day. Right. So 
okay, so I asked for a sign. We're watching, uh, sometimes if it's like late at night and um, my partner and I are having a work party, we'll have like a movie in the background that we don't really need to watch. It's just kind of on there. So we were watching Terminator 4. The lead character's name is Grace. I went, okay, well, Grace isn't a super common name, especially not in action. So mm-hmm. I thought that's an interesting sign because as you and I know, this is how spirit shows up. That's it. And then I went, the next day I went, okay, I'm ready to do it. And then I got scared about doing it. So I didn't again. I said, I need some more signs, please. (laughs) So that day I started listening to, uh, normally I listen to talk radio. I was listening to a playlist. I started listening and I'm listening to these music. I'm listening to country music, actually listening, listening. And then all of a sudden I like zone into the lyrics for a second. Cause you know, when you're working is just in the background, all of a sudden it said, um, you're my amazing grace. And I went, Oh, here we wow. go. That's another sign. And then I went, okay, spirit. I don't know. I kind of need another sign, but oh you know, my I was gosh, making it so difficult, greedy. but I think it's because I have a lot of hesitation. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of hesitation. It's like, what what's hesitation? so then anyway, I ended up having another song and then I had another grace reference in that song. And then I, I decided to go for a run. So I'm going for my run. And I'm like running, running, running. And I'm saying to my, I say to spirit, I go, okay, I really need just like a really obvious sign, you know, and they're probably going, Lauren, these are pretty obvious signs. You I really you know, are zoning out for the entire song. And then you woke up for the one time anyway, they're, you know, so I said, so what I kind of feel like I need actually is maybe an email to the afterlight where someone's going, Hey, Lauren Grace, or they're, you know, emailing me and they say my name, right? So I'm thinking I need an email to the afterlight with somebody using my name and then I'll know for sure it's real. Mm -hmm. Right. So I set the intention, finish my run, go back to work, go to my rah-rah email. Well, I have an email sitting in my inbox from somebody named grace. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, please tell me you got it at that point. Please tell me that you got the message. Yeah, I got it. I mean, I haven't done it yet, but I'll do it today. But I, I'm still scared. I actually wanted to, talk to you because I wanted you to. I wanted you to help me. I wanted you to help help me do this, Lauren. Not you've had 15 it, signs. I mean, okay. honestly, yeah. honestly, what are the chances of that all happening? Mathematically speaking, what are the chances of that? The email wasn't that just the best. I went, wait, whoa, what? You ask, ask, and you shall receive. That's the that's the message. Yeah. That's how you manifest. Yeah, I guess it's that you know. For a long time, I didn't really feel ready. You know, it wasn't until last year that I was even doing Facebook lives and things. And it's, it's you know, I guess it's just ready to embrace that. But mm-hmm. I mean, Michelle, it is who I am. I want to be able to be who I am. That's it is who I am, unabashedly, and you know, so. Um, and what's in a name anyway, the name to me, it's not, I don't identify with my name like that. You know, personality is just a learned thing. Mm. So, but grace know, is a line with the soul behind you always that. talk about grace. You always use the word grace as like ease yeah. and grace, you know, that's, you know, yeah. it's softer. Yeah. Tuck is very, as you said, very masculine, very abrupt. Yeah. Know, strong name, really strong name. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So that's what's going on with me, girl. Wow. So I just thought I would uh, share that because I thought 
you would have pre and it's perfect for today's strike while the iron is hot. Like seriously, I have eleven thousand views on YouTube, and nobody can find Lauren Grace anywhere because she doesn't exist, really. That's it. And so as soon as you get off here, um, you need to sort that out. Get it all happening. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So Lauren Grace. All right. What's going on with you, my friend? Uh, well, last time I was talking to you, it was pre-expo. We were talking about going to the expo and um, I actually did the expo. So that's been really awesome. And Deborah, yeah, as I said, I had saw the photos. outfits. She did a makeup. She did a hair. You know, she was um, looking gorgeous. And so she spent the two days with me at the expo and it was just uh, the best experience. And it was an interesting comparison for me because uh, when I did it in 2018, 2019, uh, it was a lot of, there was a lot of tears and I had a lot of people coming up to me and they were crying, very emotional, all of that. And for me, I was a journalist then. And I think I was in a different kind of place, but this time when I did it, it was a lot of people who were very high vibrational and people were coming in and they were like, Hey, you know, how's it going? And I was like, yeah, you know, we were like up here and I had the tissues there and hardly anyone used them. I think like maybe two or three people over the two days. I read for um, two dozen people over the two days. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, hardly anyone used the tissues. Like it was just happy, joy, laughter, life purpose, high vibrational. It was just different. I did have the sadder things where one gentleman had, uh, you know, three of his uh, women in his life had all been widowed. Um, his mother and his two sisters had all been widowed within a year and they were all over in Italy and, um, and had COVID and things. So it was, um, you know, there was some, definitely some sadder moments. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, even that guy, I mean, he had a little kind of mouse koala looking thing hanging out of his little bag. He had this little kind of toy and it was so cute, this little stuffed animal. And um, Deborah was there and she's going, oh, I love your little pet. I love your little pet. And everyone was like commenting on his little mouse. And it was like, it was really nice because like he'd been through a lot of heartbreak, but you know, the little, the little toy in his bag was making everyone very happy. And I was just like, oh, it's just like, snap. Um, and he actually wants to do a Reiki course with me, wants to learn Reiki with me. So after talking to me and learning a bit about healing and stuff, um, you know, his family's over in uh, Italy, but you can do distance healing. You don't need to have people right in front of you to do a healing. So that's how you, um, how Reiki sort of works after you've done level two and got the symbols. So he's able to learn that and then send healing to his family which is really cool. And they really need it because it's uh, not easy over there. So yeah, it was just an awesome experience. I did have a uh, moment um, and I will post about this on my Facebook page. I did have a moment, Lauren, where I, my uh, bestie, Deborah, was uh, giving me a bit of a pep talk and she's like, Michelle, you need to do some grounding. Let's get those shoes off, get on the grass. Let's do some grounding, love. Here we go. And she was like, really like onto it, you know, because I was like a bit nervous, I'm a bit jittery. You know, it's, um, I think it was Sunday morning before my first read. And I always get very nervous before the first one. And once you get the first one done, you're good. You just get into your rhythm, but it was just the first one I was very nervous mm. about. So she's like, get out there. So I had this um, really nice jumpsuit on. I had my hair done, makeup, very pretty. And I'm sort of floating along, <laughs> feeling a little angelic, la, 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 going past the band. Hello, band. Hello. And they were like warming up or whatever they were doing. And a little bit like the queen. Hello, hello. And um, walking down to like where the coffee was. And I thought, oh, there's a few people standing around. I won't look like a complete weirdo. So I thought I'll take my shoes off here and no one will know this. I'll just stand here very inconspicuously. So I'm standing there and I'm doing my grounding and I'm breathing and there's water and there's sun. And I'm like, oh, this is so lovely, so nice. <laughs> And then I um, have a lady come up behind me. She puts her arm around me. I'm thinking, oh, it's very, very intimate, very intimate. And she whispers in my ear and goes, you look beautiful, but I can see your undies. 
And I was like, what? And it was like one of those moments where I was like, did I hear, did I hear that right? What? And what she was trying to do, she put an arm around me to hold my dress together, the back of my jumpsuit together. Um, she's like, we, yeah, oh. we can see, I was on stage when you walked past and I can, uh, we can see everything. And I was like, oh, uh, thanks. And I was like, zip. So I zipped it up. Uh, thank God. And I was so grateful to her. I was like, thank you. Like, obviously I walked past a lot of people, a lot of uh, storeholders and things like that. Luckily the expo hadn't opened. So I didn't have like all these, you know, potential patrons or whatever looking at me, but you know, there was a lot of people and she saw me as she, you know, was standing up on the stage, walked past and ran and grabbed me. I mean, you know, how nice is that? So I was just really grateful for that and terribly embarrassed. And, um, you know, everyone that I've told since the expo has been like, were they nice Sundays? We weren't. And I'm like, no, no, they weren't. No. Um, and that's a lesson too, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go out and invest in maybe some uh, nice undies because, um, yeah, they weren't the nicest undies known to man. So uh, that was a really big lesson for me. Yeah, it was a big lesson for me, Lauren. I um, am looking at new undies. Uh, I was looking yesterday, so I'm going to make a nice selection. And um, I feel like that is a really important thing to do. So um, that will be my next endeavor. But luckily That's the patrons hilarious. weren't there. So it was only the um, other storeholders and readers and things that actually saw my you undies. You know what's cool about um, that? So, you know, yeah, it's, it was it's a, a big like lesson. also an opportunity for you to not take it so seriously, to laugh at yourself a little bit, which raises your vibration even more. So it's kind of a gift. Yeah, that's just oh, hilarious. And I had a great laugh. I remember my we friend told laugh. me one time it. that her mom always taught her yeah, that she should yeah. never wear, that she should always wear bra and undies that match. Oh, I don't Long know the case of what. It was just like, she just told me that that's what she was always file. raised to believe. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was in case of a fire if you're lying in bed and you have to run out <laughs> the front door. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was, um, it was good because Deborah, like she, she just loved it. She circulated, she talked to everyone. Um, she really, she really made the most of it. And, uh, as I said, I was quite nervous before I went out there and did my first reading and, um, and I was chock a block. I was, um, back to back, you know, all the way through till four or five in the afternoon, both days. And, um, she, before I went on, um, after I'd done my grounding, came back and I was like, my, my undies were showing for everyone to see. And she was like, ha, 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 that's so funny. And then I said, I'm really nervous still. And she just goes, all right, Michelle, what are we going to do? We're just going to, you know, we're just going to, we're going to sit down. We're going to do the first reading. We get through the first reading and then we're good. You know, you just got to get through the first one, get the nervousness out of there, get the butterflies out of there, use the adrenaline, use it to your benefit. Here we go. Get some sprays. Let's do some sprays. Oh, and she's I love spraying it. me and all this stuff. And it was and she was exactly right. As soon as I yeah. sat down, got yeah. the first one out of yeah. the way, in the zone, away we go. So it was all good. Um, but I did actually have a really nice experience with um, Sarah. And, you know, I had those candles, um, yeah. Sarah Sanctuary candles at the expo. So I was selling them, not for profit. But Mark and Julie Wallace, we spoke about in the last episode. And um, they're 30 bucks and such good value. And I had a lady walk up. We had, um, we sold two candles, but one lady sort of was walking around. She was sniffing the air. She was like, what is that smell? And she came over and she talked to Deborah and said, I can smell this smell, but I don't know what it is. And so Deborah's spraying the sprays that I had there and a few different things. And she goes, no, that's not it. And then Deborah went to the different boxes. And this is what you were talking about sometimes where the box that opens is the right one. And she went to open and the boxes are very hard to open. They're yeah. very tight. And we didn't want to break them. So she was like, whichever one opens is going to be the right one. And she opened it. It was the one with 1 million written on it. So it's like a unique scent. It's not like a, a lemon or an orange or a whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a mixture of different things. And Sarah, of course, she's in spirit. She was on that was murdered in the terror attacks for the listener at home who wasn't listening last time, uh, episode. 
um, the one million candles, a mixture, and Sarah chose all the scents that went into it. So she opened that one, gave the lady a smell, oh. and she went, that's it. That's a smell. And this is a smell like nothing I've ever smelled. You know, it's, it's as I said, it's not just one or two scents. It's a mixture of everything that goes into this particular candle. So there's no way to replicate the scent, you know. So this woman goes, yep, that's the smell. Um, I was drawn here. She ended up uh, booking a reading. She bought the candle. She booked a reading. And Sarah uh, stood there with her. None of her other family came through, but Sarah stood there with her for the whole reading and guided me, told me what to say, told me what was going on in her life, Whoa. the whole thing. And it was so insanely accurate. I couldn't get over it. I could not get over what I was uh, saying to her and she couldn't believe it. We were both sitting there going, this is mental. This is insane. And I said to Sarah, like, what's the purpose of this lady being here? What did you bring her here for? And she said, I want her involved in the sanctuary. She's a healer. She does this, this, this. And I told the lady, and she went, oh my God, that's oh what my I do. God. And she said, I'm going to contact Mark and Julie. Yeah. And so she's reached out to Mark and Julie and I messaged Mark as well to give him a heads up. That's um, Sarah's dad. And, um, and he said, I'm happy to honor Sarah's wishes and we'll bring this lady on board and put her on our register. So, uh, it's amazing. So they actually, when I say register, they put like all the healers, you know, teachers, um, psychiatrists, GPs, they've got a list of pretty much all the different sort of health professionals that they recommend. And it's, it's everything. It's sort of, uh, you know, mainstream. It's also alternative, you know, the whole thing. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's actually really, really good. So out of me, it was um, such a good experience and to have that lady there and to now have her involved in Sarah's sanctuary, Sarah, Sarah handpicked this lady. I mean, she's an incredible energy and to be standing there the entire time feeding me all the That's information, unbelievable. it was just amazing. It was That's such an amazing experience. I couldn't get over Jeez. it. Couldn't get over it. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Hey, that's spirit for it. you, Lauren. That's spirit for you. Uh, so we should get into yeah. the theme. And yeah, the, uh, I think you should start it off because, about. yeah, I know. It feels like we've already like, done the show. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to hear from you, I guess, to start it yeah. off because this is actually, while this subject is perfect uh, for where I'm at right now, it's actually your idea. So what's the inspiration for the mm -hmm. show? And uh, yeah, kick it off. Yeah. Yeah, Lauren, I think a lot of this is to do with knowing when, you know, a lot of people come to see me because they just don't know when to do something, if they should do something. A lot of the time they just want like confirmation. That's what you go to a reader for generally, you know, if you're not sure about it yourself. Most people sort of come to me and they have a really good idea of what's going on. And then I just give them confirmation of that. It's just cementing that, you know, in themselves. So I guess knowing when to make that big move can be hard. You know, we, we put all the planning in, we do all the stuff. It's like, when do we do our launch? You know, if you're launching a business or whatever it is with us, it was a little bit different. We were sort of uh, flying by the seat of our pants and we were made redundant. So we just kind of did it. Um, but you know, having said that when I was made redundant, like I was, I had a lot of motivation to do this. You know what I mean? Like when you don't have a job, you want to earn income because you've got two mortgages to pay. And so I was like, the energy was high for me. I was yeah. like adrenaline city. You were trying to get all of this together, going for jobs, you know, on the side, improving my resume, you know, writing for the magazine, doing all the other things that I was doing. So the energy mm. was massive for me. It was all yang, all yang, <laughs> you know, crazy town. So, you know, that was good energy for me to do my business and for you to do your business. Yeah. You've got excellent motivation, you know, behind you to actually get it off the ground. Um, had I had to do it without, you know, being made redundant, I think yeah. it would have been a different story and I may still have been. Yeah. Um, in well, you company. were still having your business so, on the side, Knowing when you? to do that thing can be a bit. While you were... Yeah. So, and so was I, I was always doing exactly. it on the side, but I don't know that I would have had the courage to do it full time exactly. and quit my job. And yeah. 
So changing career, you know, whether you're changing career, going for a big promotion, you know, that can be scary as well. Approaching your boss for a pay rise, um, expanding your business, you know, which uh, we have done over the past year. We've been doing this for over a year now. Uh, releasing a book, you know, there's a lot of big things that we can do in our lifetime. You know, we can have fantastic ideas, but what do we do with it? And when do we sort of do something with it and launch it and all of that stuff? So knowing when is the right time is really important. And, you know, is there a right or wrong? And I, look, I think this is a good question. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this now, but I'm going to talk more about it in the tools to improve your life section. But basically, I've got a client of mine who's an astrologer who I think I've referenced in shows previously, Sophia. Um, she is amazing. And she always gives me a heads up when, you know, different planets are in alignment and, and that sort of thing. So she'll be like, oh, this is a good time to do this. This is a good, a good time to do that. Don't do anything at the moment. So I sort of check in regularly with her. I see her once a week because um, we do mentorship together. But um, I find that I definitely uh, check in with her to see when the planets are in alignment um, to do certain things. And I also let my clients know about that. So I'll let people know generally on my Facebook page um, and or one-on-one when I'm in readings, um, especially if people are looking to sell their homes, um, sign contracts, you know, that sort of thing. Um, there's different times of the year that are better than others. Now, I will do more on that in the tools to improve your life, but I just wanted to sort of preview that with what, what mm. I'm going to be getting into later. Now, um, I need to buy a new domain and Laura and I were just talking about that off air. So uh, I need to, because I'm doing some... Um, new things with my business. And so uh, Lauren just sort of made me aware that I probably need to have a domain to go with that. Now, what's interesting about that, and this is why this came up off air, because I didn't even put two and two together. This was a bit of a segue. Uh, I have had some friends who have had businesses that they've wanted to do things with, and they're coming up with different names. And they're like, oh, you know, names, that's great. And some of my clients have actually had this as well, where they've seen the name, the name's available. And they're like, oh, that's all right you know, I'll come back to that later. So the energy's there, they're thinking about it, they're wanting to do it, you know, it's it's a bit of like, you know, the, the right sort of vibe, you know, if you know what I mean. The name is available and then they go to do something else. Yeah. They get distracted, yeah. life gets in the way, we come back to it maybe a week later, maybe two weeks later and the name's gone. And it's happened to many, many, many people that I know where they've gone back to it and they're devastated because this was the name. It was a name that they created this idea with. It was a name they had in the back of their mind. They had the visualization of it. They'd seen it on the business cards, the whole thing, all the energy was right, but they didn't do it. They didn't act. And I feel like that is what you want to really act on. If you're in that moment of creation, if you've got you know the new ideas projects flowing, you've got the fire in your belly, all of that stuff, you just have to do it in the moment. I mean, domains oh. are not expensive to purchase, you know, so why not just do it in the moment? And then, you know, if you don't yeah. want to renew it, don't renew it, but just do it in the moment. That's what I'm talking about. This is the energy that yeah. we're talking about. So um, we, you know, can't go back and undo yeah. that once someone else has got it, they've got it. So uh, one thing I want to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing yeah. I want to say what just on that, that, just as a technical thing, because when I brought that up, Michelle's like, yeah, but I'm not going to get a website for this. And I said, yes, but you can set up a redirect. So what I mean by that is, Michelle buys the domain for whatever it is she's going to do. She doesn't want a website connected to it necessarily, but what she can do is she can actually take that domain and she can redirect it to send it to her website. So what that means is that anytime people are typing in um, the domain, that they'll be sent to her website and she doesn't need to build a, an entirely new website. So even if you have a product or something that you're selling and you think, oh, I'm not going to build a website for this, or at least right now, I don't think I am still buy it mm, instead of the redirect. You can do that through whoever you get your hosting yep. from. They can help you with that. Yeah. So I think one of the 
Yeah. Mm. I think one of the things that, you know, came up to me when I was thinking about striking while the iron is hot is the kind of thing that we've talked about numerous times, but when you are given or presented with an idea, it's really important that you actually do that idea. If it feels, you know, in truth and connected to you. I think that sometimes, you know, we get inspiration or ideas that pop into our mind and then we go, I'll get to it later. And then, you know, like we talked about many times on the show, somebody else is actually going to do the idea if you don't take it. So, you know, when you are gifted an idea, especially if you are looking for an idea or a project, really take advantage of it and really see whether or not you can actually start to put the plan in motion to, um, to get that thing done. So one of the uh, ideas, and I guess it's sort of a, a bit of a tip or trick, I suppose you could say, is that when you have an idea in place and you think, okay, I, I understand that I've listened to this idea. I know that this idea is something that I want to do. It feels you know, good to me and my, my guts, my, my heart is telling me that this is the right direction. Sit down and write down a plan of how you're going to do that, do that idea. So for example, if you're trying to create something, like for me, I want to make my book, right? So what I'm doing is I'm transcribing a lot of my podcasts and a lot of things like that so that I've got the content prepared so that when I'm ready to write my book, I've got a lot of things that I can already draw on and work on. So that's part of my plan to create that book. So when you have an idea in your mind and you're going, Mm -hmm. okay, I have this idea, sit down and write down a blueprint or some kind of a map to figure out how you're going to get there and how you're going to achieve that. And I was actually talking to somebody the other day and um, you know, they have a, a blueprint there. Like they have a, a map it was one of my clients and they're, we're, we're working together to, you know, kind of make that come to fruition. So they said, I think I'm going to create some space every day to work on this plan. And I said, is it better to create space and the time to work on the plan? Or is it better to try to do one task at a time? regardless of the amount of time it is. So if you have to make a phone call, that could be what you do on one day. The next day, it could be build something bigger, right? It could be an hour job. It could be a five minute job. But if you look, I think, at things as a task and then tick off the tasks as you go, I think you'll actually find that you achieve your uh, your goal, your vision a little bit faster than if you're just allocating a 20 minute window, for example. So just wanted to kind of go there with some ideas because our listener at home might go, oh, I have got this great idea. Well, if you've got the great idea, break it down into tasks, follow the plan. And if domain getting a domain is one of the tasks, just get the task done and write it down. Michelle and I, we use Trello for our show notes. I use Trello for everything. I'm not really sure whether or not Michelle uses it. Do you use it in your business? So I use it in my business no. for everything. No, I don't yeah. have anything. So if you uh, yeah. are interested in a really cool program called like, which is Trello, which you basically can jot down all your tasks and then you can tick them off as you do them. It's a really easy way of keeping track of your workflow. For example, I did, uh, I had a client job the other day and there were about 15 or so things that I needed to l- deliver and I built a Trello card on that and I ticked them off as I delivered them so that I knew that I was doing it. Yeah. So that for me oh, was really helpful. Brilliant. So yeah, if you're going to strike while the iron is hot, make sure you have a plan to achieve the goal. Because if you don't sit down and enact a plan, guess what? You will never get there. <laughs> That's it. Yep. There's a lot of fear there. Uh, I actually had, um, Lauren, of course, the experience where I was in the local newspaper up here and you know about this, the Sunshine Coast Daily did a story, which was awesome um, a year after I was made redundant. So really good timing for me. 
And the energy, you know, was, was really high after that. You know, the article came out, I shared it with a bunch of people and even the daily, I mean, they had it on their page and I ended up with so many like new requests to join my private group, so many new likes on my page. Like it was so good and it was sort of unexpected. And I don't know that I was entirely prepared for all the new inquiries. I mean, I ended up working the four hours after hours, the whole thing, trying to squeeze in all these people and it was fantastic. And, you know, I've got nearly 2000 uh, followers now on my Facebook page. And when I actually started this business um, full time, I actually only had 400. So I've managed to garner another 1600 or thereabouts um, new followers. So I'm really proud of that. Really proud of that. Yeah. And the Sunshine Coast Daily article really helped with that because I had so many new inquiries and things like that coming on. And, um, and that was awesome for them to do the story. So I needed to make sure once that happened, it really motivated me to get stuck into my private group because, you know, sometimes we get Mm. slack and we're not posting as much and stuff like that. So now I've got my mentorship clients and they're sort of rotating around and they're doing static card draws. Um, I've got some of them now doing their meanings on a video, like they're recording it on a video. Um, They're not ready to do the Facebook live kind of deal yet. Um, that they're recording it and then putting the meanings up or some of them just posting them. So I'm actually making sure that I've got really nice content. I'm sharing some more sort of content myself and real life stories. So I'm sort of like Lauren, I'm collecting all my real life stories. I'm getting permission from my um, different clients to sort of share those as well. So, you know, that was good motivation for me to really get stuck into that and make mm-hmm. sure that there was something, a reason, you know, for them to come on and sort of have a look at what I was uh, producing. And I mentioned sort of Mark and Julie earlier, uh, Wallace, uh, Zelenak, their daughter, and Sar Sanctuary. Now, they gave the great example, of course, of appearing on some TV shows to promote mm. the candles, which I was selling at the expo. And it was really funny because um, Julie appeared, Mark didn't wasn't involved in it, but Julie appeared and did all this stuff. And next minute, they just were inundated with inquiries about these candles. And Mark's like, I haven't even set up a sales page. Like, I don't have a sales page. And Julie's like, well, you need to get one done. So within 24 hours, they had a sales page set up for the candles and, uh, and they were inundated, you know, that has had the flow of energy, flow of energy. And, and the lesson for them, and they said this to me, was that, you know, we just didn't realize what the response was going to be, but you need to be prepared. You know, you need to be prepared, much like me. You know, I could have put in breaks. Um, the thing was with this daily story that went up, I hadn't scheduled in breaks or anything. So people were just like back to back to back, back to back to back, like booking me overnight. And I woke up in the morning and I'm fully booked and had no breaks like all week. And I'm going, oh no. And then there were bookings into the next week as well. So, you know, sometimes we have to sort of pre-prepare ourselves, you know, think ahead and get ready for that because the energy, you know, it's big. When it, when it happens, it um, happens in a, a really big way. So we need to be a bit better prepared than perhaps I was um, and Mark and Julie were at that time. But, you know, we learned from that, Lauren. I think we always learn from that. I think one of the things that that. came to mind there, I don't think, I know, one of the things that came to mind when you were talking about is, yeah, it's taking the time to identify the opportunity in a situation and then to take advantage of that. And Mm. uh, I think that sometimes, you know, people might have challenges with scarcity. Like they might feel that they're taking away from someone else and they might not feel worthy or capable or whatever, but 
you know, if you can just kind of overcome that and walk through the fear on the other side is where all the magic arises on the other side of fear is where you get to be who you truly are and live your truth and live in flow. And so one of the things um, that I remember hearing on a podcast actually was this guy, and this is just a little tip or trick, which I thought was cool. He basically had written a book and he was looking at different ways of marketing the book and promoting it to people. So what he actually did is he took copies of his book on planes when, you know, flying was a little bit more easily uh, accessed, I suppose, although we'll get there again. And he would always make sure he was one of the first people to get on the plane. And when he did that, he would actually put the book in the uh, in the front row, like in the first class seats, you know, in front of the seat in front of them so that those people would think that it was a free gift from the airline, you know, like a promotional item or something like that. And that was actually a way that he was kind of looking at hacking the system of trying to get the attention of people, especially people on long flights to get them to read his book. And I just thought, isn't that, that is so good? I was like, that is so good. I'm making a, a little side note of that here. Making a little side I note. I got a book. So yes, and you know, that's a great idea. I don't know where that guy learned that, but he had that idea yeah. and he enacted and he did the thing and he's going to be reaping the rewards of that. Um, I'm getting my house painted at the moment, which is looking bloody amazing, by the way. And, you know, I was talking to the painter and I said, you know, do you get a awesome. lot of your work from referrals? And he said, yes, he did. And then... He said that what he also does is when he's working on new homes and projects, he'll actually just leave a business card in the drawer of a new home. And so, you know, how sometimes people come into a new ah, home and they want to get some future walls yep. done or anything like that. And so he's taking advantage of an opportunity there. Clever. I just thought that was so clever. It was so smart. Right. So sometimes, you know, when we're looking at striking when the iron yeah. is hot, it's also opening our eyes and looking around us to see whether or not there's an untapped opportunity there waiting for us sitting right in the mm -hmm. middle of our face and just kind of creating an opportunity to yep. see it. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, it's great. I, um, I totally agree with you. And uh, we actually had that happen and we have used the uh, different tradies. We had that because we, we, we built a couple of houses and we moved into a spec home, but we built a house as well. And often the tradies mm. do leave their cards in the drawer. Uh, and that's great because, you know, if we need some touch-ups done or anything like that, or we need like a particular color paint or, you know, whatever it is, uh, we will actually inquire. We'll, we'll use those guys because they yeah. did it originally. So that's um, a yeah. really good idea. I love that. Um, and instead of following on for my last point, I was actually, um, tagged in a post recently, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I need a good, um, psychotherapist or I need a good physio. I need a good chiropractor. I need a good uh, psychic medium. And someone had put up a post about a psychic medium and a bunch of people tagged me and recommended me on the post. And I didn't even know about it. I was like, I have no idea. And so it was after I did the expo funnily enough. And, um, so on top of getting all these expo kind of, you know, referrals, because a lot of people from the expo have referred me already. So again, I'm like really, really busy. This week's been absolutely hectic. And uh, next week again, you know, I've got a lot of uh, bookings coming in already. So I, on top of that, someone tagged me into this post. So I'm Thank like, you. I've done the Work, expo. Please. Now I've got tagged into this post. <laughs> and oh Lord. And so I've got another 15 or 20 inquiries from that and people are booking in. And then on top of that, on top of that, the energy is like really good at the moment. Let me tell you, 
On top of that, Sue, who had a reading with me like uh, beginning of the year, January, she's the one that recommended me to everyone she knew, including her hairdresser who had never been to see me. And he, Carlos, had been recommending me to all of his clients. And so he's never even been to see me. So Sue came back for a reading, right? And now she's engaged. And it came up during the reading that she was engaged and she confirmed it and all this stuff. And now um, I was planning her wedding. So I read for her this week. I was planning her wedding. And then Carlos has booked in with me. I haven't seen him yet. He's coming on the weekend. But Carlos has booked him into the hairdresser. And now I'm really nervous because I'm like, oh my God, he's recommending me to all these people that he's never had a reading. What if he doesn't like me? Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, fingers crossed, very nervous. But I mean, I tell you, three different separate things have happened to just really put me into that sort of, you know, big energy. Um, and we are, as we record this, uh, heading into Mercury in retrograde. So um, this is a good time to get all of this happening, get all this happening. And um, leading into that, there's going to be a lot of then stripping away and releasing and stuff like that. So it's going to be a very interesting time and I'm quite nervous. But you know, strike while the iron's hot. You know, that's why I'm squeezing everyone in because I want to get everything happening before Mercury in retrograde because that's when mm. things get a little bit harder, a little bit more difficult. So um, I don't mind being super busy now because then I'll know that things will probably slow down during that time. Um, recently, Lauren, I had a day, um, like a full day of work on a Saturday and I was sort of getting ready for my first client. I was thinking to myself, I just need a little bit more time. Now, this is sort of a manifestation thing, but it's also around energy. I was feeling a little bit um, under. This isn't, you know, this is a little while ago. I was feeling a bit under, a little bit like, oh, I'm not really ready yet, you know, rah, rah. The energy wasn't quite there and I wanted to build a bit more energy, play my bowl for a bit, do some smudge and that sort of thing. And I just sort of put the message out there. And within like, I don't know, 30 seconds, um, it was a young guy. He was 18. His mum messaged him and said, oh, I've got the time wrong. I gave him 11.30, not 11. So he'll be there at 11.30. And I was like, wow, that was quick. And then in the afternoon, I had a four to five. And like on a Saturday, you know, you've been working all day. I did park run in the morning and it was four or five in the afternoon. I thought, I don't really want to do a four to five. Don't really want to do that. And the mother of that kid, because that was a mother and a son coming as well. And she messaged me and said, actually, I've just rescheduled for Monday. And that was Anzac Day. So that's going back a little while. That was Anzac Day. And um, yeah, she was like, he's got some Anzac Day stuff on. So we'll just do Monday instead. And I was like, that's incredible. So it's like we're always in control. People sometimes walk around and they feel like they're victims, but it's like if the energy isn't there, the energy isn't there. If I know I'm not going to be able to give 100% because I'm feeling a little bit lethargic or a bit, little bit like, you know, I'd rather walk the dog than do a reading at 4 to 5 p.m., then, you know, I just put it out mm-hmm. there and the universe answers. You know, it was so quick, like it happened immediately. So it's like, you know, a lot of that is to do with um, energy, I guess, in my work. But I really recognize that in myself. If I'm not feeling it yet, I need more time. I ask for more time. and asking you shall receive as you found with your example of looking for a sign with Lauren Grace. So uh, asking you shall receive. And I think that, you know, the important thing that you kind of talked about there is that we don't need to do everything now. And that's so important. And I know I'm going to talk about that a little bit more um, because I could see what we've got coming up for next week. And I know I have a lot of things to say in relation to that, but I will say that, you know, you don't have to do everything now. That being said, when you're striking, when the iron is hot, you do need to do that stuff now. So it's kind of finding that fine balance as to identifying what is important and what is not. So for example, right now, 11,000 views Mm -hmm. and counting on my YouTube video, I need to get my website up. That needs to be done I need to get yeah. my Pinterest account. I got, I mm-hmm. pot, I uh, hired somebody, uh, my friend May Thanda. She's from a company called Untangled Business. She's amazing. She did a Pinterest audit for me. 
And uh, she did such a good job. Like she basically went mm -hmm. through and said, you currently have this, make it this. You currently have this, make it this. It was just really clear and really easy and I could just go through and do it. So I need to do the work on that because Pinterest will actually push people to the website and the web um, and the podcast. So it's kind of understanding that I have all these other things that I'm working on though, but I need to put some of them to the side for the minute because once I get my website up, it's up. Correct. It's just going to take me about five hours to do that. So once that's done, mm -hmm. it's done. And then I can start taking advantage of the traffic and some of the attention that's, that's coming my way. So again, it's kind of that fine balance. Do you need the time to do this thing? Yes or no? And kind of identifying that. But again, mm -hmm. I guess going back to what I was talking about before, yes. break it down into tasks. If you don't have time to do everything, that's okay. Buy the domain. Just buy the domain. Yeah, just start with that. Exactly. Uh -huh. That's a and if Michelle doesn't buy the domain yeah. for the thing that she was talking yeah. about earlier, I'm going to kick her butt. So she's got to buy the domain and I've got to transfer over to Lauren Grace. Mm -hmm. So that's all got to happen. No, I will. Very good. So tools to yeah. improve your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Lauren, I was alluding to the astrology and, and planets and things before, and this is a really big deal for me now. I didn't really understand it much when I first got into this, but having my friend Sophia as a client, um, she's really opened my eyes and the stuff she talks about is so true. Like a while ago, I had a lot of issues with technology where Zoom wasn't working. I was having trouble with Facebook lives. It was just like, everything just wasn't working. Like my phone was playing up. It was just like, oh my God, what is going on? And I mentioned it to that client and she goes, Mercury's in retrograde, Michelle. It, it's, you know, technology doesn't work. And I was like, oh, oh, no wonder, you know. So next time I was like, give me a heads up about this Mercury in retrograde, Bizzo, and I'll be prepared for that. So she did. And um, we're coming into it. That's why I was saying before that when I had all these, you know, people coming in from the expo, Sue's recommending everyone again, you know, all of this sort of stuff and the Facebook post. Um, then I wanted to act. I wanted to strike while the iron was hot because coming into Mercury retrograde, then everyone's doing releasing. We're also coming up to that blood moon, which I think when this airs, the blood moon would have already been, but we're coming up to it as we record this. So, you know, that's going to be a huge time of releasing as well. So a lot of the time it's relationships breaking up. You don't want to uh, sign a contract. You don't want to make a big decision. Uh, during Mercury in retrograde. So we're coming into that energy. So I've got to get all this done now. You know, this is a time to act. Um, Technology is going to stuff up, you know, all of those things. We expect that and we know that's coming. So for people who are listening um, and, you know, Mercury in retrograde, we would have probably moved out because we moved out on June. No, we'll still be probably in it when we um, air this. Um, we will come out of it on June 20. So um, possibly this is still going to make sense when you listen to this. Um, but yes, it's uh, not a good time to make decisions and to sign contracts. So Jason and I are working on building a house. And so we have to obviously be very careful around when we sign contracts and when we make big decisions about the home as well, because it has been a little bit, um, you know, up and down with the whole process for us with finance and all that sort of stuff. So I'm very aware of the planetary alignment as we're sort of moving through our process of, of buying the home as well. So uh, if I can give any advice, um, you know, wait for, if there's going to be a big decision, signing contracts, you know, that sort of thing, uh, wait till after June 20, at least. Um, and then we do still kind of remain in retrograde for a little bit after that. So just sort of feel into the energy a little bit. Um, but full moon is a good time to release. So we do have the, um, the great big blood moon, but that would have already been by the time this goes to air. But when there's another, you know, big full moon or lunar eclipse or whatever it is, 
uh, that's a good time to release. You know, put stuff down on a piece of paper, release it, uh, burn it, whatever you want to do. A uh, little ceremony is great. And um, the full moon generates a lot of energy. Now, this can keep people up at night because you think about the days when we used to sleep out, you know, in, open, in the open under the stars. We didn't have houses or roofs over our head. So women's bodies were by the moon, you know, lunar cycle. And the full moon was a lot of energy. It was a lot of energy. And you would barely sleep because of light. You know, there's so much light there. Whereas new moon, it's quite dark and you'll sleep really well. So, you know, that's the energy. That's why you put your crystals out. So it's like if you want the energy to be really strong, full moon is more for releasing though. It's like it brings things to the surface. You know how it like sends people a little kind of it can affect mental health issues and stuff like that. Police will say that quite often. Brings out all the um, that sort of energy. People do crazier things, you know, take risks. So it's like with us, it can bring up that stuff that we need to get rid of. It can trigger. So it brings things to the surface so we can deal with it. So that's uh, full moon energy is great for that. And that's the time that you want to do that. It's not so much a time of, um, you know, acting. It's more of releasing, acting in that way, but a different kind of act. Um, so, you know, that's a really good time to do that. So the releasing, having to think about what, what you can let go of. That's cool. I like that. Like, get, like let go of Lauren Tuck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. Well, my tool to improve your life is actually totally completely opposite. It's actually not a woo-woo tool, although I love that. It's uh, Calendly. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show. I was telling Michelle about it. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically, it's called Calendly. So D-L-Y at the end. And it's a online calendar where you put in your... Um, you know, like the afterlight for me. And then I put in the dates that I'm available for my podcast recordings. I can block out any dates. I can um, have a certain default that happens every week. And then I just send people this link and then they get a confirmation email. It's connected to my Zoom. They automatically get my Zoom link and it's just awesome. So I was trying to organize and it's really good because I actually talk to a lot of people in different time zones to me. So I just sent someone a link today. I said, Hey, are you available any of these days? Now he gets to go through his schedule. I get an email that says he's booked in for a certain time. Boom, it's done. And it's all free. So you get one calendar for free. So if you are wanting to, you know, if you're kind of like Michelle and you're getting really busy and you're noticing that, wait a minute, I probably need a virtual assistant or some kind of some help it's identifying those things that you're taking a lot of time to do. For me, I was taking quite a bit of time going back and forth to set up meeting times with people. Now with my calendar, I can just send that to them and it actually saves me the opportunity or the time it takes to try to work that out. And then I have time to strike while the iron is hot in other ways. (laughs) I can uh, build my website because I'm not spending time trying to figure out what time my next guests, you know, what time zone they're in which really is time consuming, no pun intended. So that being said, it's time now to move into the party element. So the party element is brought to you by Raw Raw Consulting and uh, that's my business. And I offer one-on-one mentorship and also group mentoring through the Raw Raw Spirit team. So if you are looking for some assistance in self-awareness, self-care, time management, how to deal with overwhelm, 
how to deal with uh, public speaking. Maybe you're looking at ways of being a better leader. Maybe you want to work on your mindset or relationships and communicating with people, or you just want to get to the nitty gritty, talk about your style guide, talk about your branding, talk about your marketing, talk about your social media content strategy and content creation. If you want to learn how to make your own graphics through Canva, all these things, I can help you with that. And I've got some really great packages as well. You can buy individual sessions with me, but I really prefer that you invest in a sequence of sessions with me to get the best outcome for you because we do tend to build on the session. The other thing that I do do is I do recommend having one session with me a month. I send you an accountability email every month as well to find out how you're doing and then we um, connect a couple of weeks later after that so if that's of interest to you head to rawrawconsulting.com follow the links there or head to the show notes here we've got some links where you can actually apply to work with me uh, because again it's making sure that you like me and I like you and we are a good fit together because guess what not everybody is the right fit to work with everybody and that's okay but I don't want to waste anybody's time so that being said the Party element today, thank you, Michelle, is create a playlist. Might sound a little bit boring, but I can tell you right now that I've been listening to a lot of talk radio. And the day that I had listened to music all day was, well, it's when I was getting a lot of my grace, you know, prompts from spirit, but also it just made me feel so happy. The whole day I was just cruising around listening to tunes. Michelle is not in the industry where she can do that, but if you, you know, depending on your industry, I'm playing music. Some great music. Pump yourself up. Even when you have a client? Yeah, I play music during my readings. Oh. Yeah, I've got music. I I, I never don't. Yeah, I never don't have music on. I'm playing it uh, constantly. I can't actually read without music on. I thought you read for me without music on, but maybe because we were on Zoom. No, that's because we were doing a podcast at the same time. I read for you straight oh, after yeah. our podcast <laughs> day unexpectedly. I didn't even put any music on, yeah. Okay. No, music's on. Um, well, I go. can't read without music, yeah. Yep. Yep, so it does lift you up. There's also, I was hearing about Baroque music. I'm not sure whether or not that's what you listen to, Michelle, but Baroque, B-O-R-O-Q-U-E or something like that? It's B-A-R-O-Q-U-E. Yeah, B-A-R. Yeah, so that music is actually really good to connect with spirit as well. Uh, I was listening to country music, uh, which doesn't always happen. I really like a lot of different types of music, but it was just making me feel good. And that's the whole point. That's it. Yes. Love that. Um, so Lauren, I just had a little bit of a recommendation and inspo and I alluded to it earlier with the full moon being good time to release. Uh, the new moon is actually a good time to bring in new ideas and act on them. So um, consider your options sort of during the full moon, I would say, you know, often on the full moon, what we do if we're doing ceremony is we burn and release what we don't want. And then we write down the things we do want to bring in and then we act on them on the new moon. So, you know, if you look at the lunar cycle, that's a great way to do it. The other thing that I just wanted to recommend here is Big Magic, which is one of my favorite books, Elizabeth Gilbert. And she talks about an idea as a little kind of um, thought bubble that lands on your shoulder and is like in your, in your ear about something. It's like you need to do this um, pet insurance thing. Like one of my friends did have the idea to do that. And then the RSPCA did it. And that was the end of that. 
And uh, she was devastated because she could have made a lot of money out of that, having that as her idea, you know, coining the, you know, the idea. So um, these little ideas, they jump on your shoulder and they feel like, yep, this is a person to do it. Lauren or Michelle is a person to do this thing. And if we don't act on it, then the energy goes, it goes to the next person. And I love the story that Elizabeth gave in that book where um, she uh, met one of her favorite authors and uh, they ended up sort of having coffee together and they exchanged like a kiss. And um, Elizabeth had been writing a book, but her husband had been trying to get residency in and, and doing a bunch of things and she had to fly out. So she had to put the book away, stop writing it, put it in a safe, went over to sort out, you know, husband stuff or husband to be. And then she came back and she just couldn't get back into this book. She couldn't, she couldn't, the idea had gone. It just wasn't flowing. It was really hard. She's like, where on earth is this idea gone? And that author that she'd uh, shared the kiss with, she went up and met up with her for coffee. And the author is telling her about her book, the book that, you know, Elizabeth Gilbert had been writing. She's going, oh, I just come up with this great idea. It's this, it's in the Amazon forest. There's this woman and she falls in love with this doctor and this and that. And Elizabeth's going, that's my book. You're reading my book, which is in a safe. What the hell? So the belief is that she believes that the idea jumped onto the other lady's shoulder because she was in a position to be able to pull it off and put it out there. And we needed it out there. And it's actually a number one bestseller, Wow, that particular book. And Elizabeth missed out on that. So, you know, well, that's Amazing. the strike while the iron is hot thing. You know, we just have to act. We have to do these things while the energy is there and, uh, and literally get it out there ASAP. Otherwise, as a little Perfect idea, it's all story. to someone else's shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, strike while the iron's hot. Uh, so Lauren, I think that's a good way to finish up and just wanted to sort of preview the next podcast. Now that is taking our own medicine or advice in other words. And this was inspired by a particular client of mine who I just thought was absolutely gold. She was hilarious. And she was really struggling in life, but she had the most amazing advice and she wasn't listening to herself. She wasn't listening to herself. So it's one of those things yeah. where we like, we tell everyone all these wonderful things and it's like, really, yeah. we need to listen to ourselves sometimes. Yeah. 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 So that's going to be the next Perfect. episode and I'm very much looking forward yeah. to that. So that has been the business in the front. Party in the back. Podcast. Podcast. And if you like what you heard today, then please tell everybody. Um, tell Lauren's dog because we don't have a name for it yet. And uh, yep. tell everybody you know because we are trying to do our best here. And certainly uh, if you want to watch Lauren's um, Afterlight podcast or listen to that as well, then um, that's good because everyone else seems to be. So it might be worthwhile uh, checking <laughs> yeah. that out as well. All the links to our podcasts yep. and various other endeavours are in the show notes. If you need to get in touch with us, you can do that through there. And let us know if you have any wonderful ideas. Now, Lauren, if they didn't like what they heard today, what should uh, the listener at home do? They should do exactly what you just said. They should go, they should check out my super famous YouTube video. They should help, you, uh, you know, give us new ideas for the shows mm-hmm. that they want us to talk about because we're open yeah. to it and we know that not every show is for everybody and that's cool. And that's why we show up for you every week consistently. So what do you want us to talk about? Reach out and we, we will happily consider it beautiful. Thank you, Laura, and I'll talk to you next week.